Ladies and gentlemen, just to get before we start this podcast, we did have some audio issues. Um, my whole last part of my third argument was disappeared. I re-recorded it, but the last part of our segment did not record my voice. So unfortunately, you might hear some chops, but we try to put it together as best we could. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hey. All rise for the Honorable Patty Murphy Lee. What's up, Pat? Hey, how's it going, guys? How you doing? Pretty good, man. Tommy, Derek, how you guys doing? Good and comfy. I'm at work, so I'm only as good as I can be. <laughs> well, in oh, any ways, yeah, that is rough, but sucks to be Derek. But we're not going to hold back. So in any way, this is Balls in the Court. This is a sports courtroom podcast. Me, Tommy, and Derek are the lawyers. And our special guest today is my good buddy, Patty Murphy. I just like to say it as uh, Dave Chappelle. Makes it more fun. (laughs) Yes, I I could tell second time in 30 seconds. (laughs) So it's good to be here. Thanks a lot for the invite. Yeah, man. So the way that this works is Pat here is going to give us a topic. The three of us are going to argue about it. And Pat gets to make a decision on who is the rightful winner. So Pat, what is our topic today? All right. Our topic tonight is going to be the best left-handed hitters of all time. All right, guys, there you go. Left-handed hitters, uh, real quick, Tommy, Derek, and myself are going to tell you who we picked. Uh, just say who you picked. Don't give a – Please do. I, I'm curious. Yeah. Don't give an opening statement. Just who you picked. Tommy, who would you pick? Ted Williams. Good pick. Ah, so good. I put uh, the great Bambino, Babe Ruth. Another great pick. And Brendan. And for myself, I picked the kid. I picked the kid, Ken Griffey Jr. Okay. So there we go. So with that, we're going to start with opening arguments. Uh, Pat. Oh, wait. There was something that you wanted to call, call me out on. Or you want to save that for later? Yes, sir. No. I've been um, listening to your guys' podcast, and I'm very curious. Your first podcast, you picked The Sandlot as your favorite sports movie of all time. So I'm I'm very curious, what do you like about Bugs Bunny more than Benny the Jet Rodriguez? You picked uh, Bugs Bunny as your favorite fictional athlete of all time. Just very curious. Yeah, uh, it was because, yeah, it was because uh, I felt like uh, Bugs Bunny was a more well-rounded athlete than okay. uh, Benny the Jet, because Benny the Jet only played baseball. So, and Bugs Bunny played basketball okay. and baseball. So, okay, okay. 
I respect it. <laughs> was there a second thing you wanted to call me out on? No, no, that was it. All right. Well, that was I was sweating bullets here for earlier, man, when you told me that you were going to call me out on something. I thought <laughs> I fucked up on a name again. Oh, nothing big. No, no, no. <laughs> Just curious. Just curious. I thought Benny the Jet would have been your top pick for the best fictional sports character. Nah. After picking the Sandlot nah, it's movie. It was an easy pick. Well, the movie, was, the movie story. <laughs> well, the, the story of the movie was better, but if I was going to do like a baseball fictional character, I'll probably choose uh, the dude from The Natural because nope. he was just an awesome ball player. Yeah. All right. Enough sidetrack. Uh, Pat, you get to pick who goes first. You can do this any way, shape, or form. Or you can just pick at random. So how would you like us to determine who goes first? All right. So who goes first? It's kind of a random question. Who is the last person to be on an island? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I have this one. I feel like I have this one if you guys have to think about it. (laughs) Well, where'd you go? I went to... Uh, Bora Bora for my honeymoon back in September. Uh, there you go. Of 2019. I was about to say, mine was probably back in 2015, I think was mine. Tommy, when was the last time you went to Hawaii? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> Tommy's always on island time. <laughs> I, I, I forfeit this subject. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. So it go, is it gonna? So it's Derek, then me, then Tommy. Yes, sir. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, I will start off quick and straight to the point, so that I can get into some more stuff later on. I feel like this is that's kind of like how I do. That's my thing. Uh, so yeah, um, this was really freaking hard question. Um, I don't know if. Brendan told you ahead of time, Pat, but we uh, came to an agreement that no one could pick Barry Bonds. Uh, so heard. if anyone is listening to this going, what the hell? Uh, that That's the reason. Um, but even I think now looking back on it, if we threw him in, it would be kind of like, eh, whatever. But anyways, I digress. Uh, I picked... I picked Babe Ruth. Um, this was so hard. Like I on, Honestly, I was going to pick Ted Williams. Um, so I'm definitely interested to hear what Tommy has to say. And I was kicking around King Griffey Jr. too. I was kicking around Ichiro. I was kicking around Lou Gehrig. But I just kept coming back to Babe Ruth because I feel like his numbers are... He's known for power, obviously. But he has some insane stats that I will get into later that is not just about the power. Um, If you want to talk about his on-base percentage, his base on balls percentage, like all that kind of stuff, he's just a pure hitter, not just a power hitter. So I'm picking Babe Ruth, uh, the damn, the damn, you know, the, his name, the, the Sultan of SWAT, like, come on, his, he's a hitter, obviously it's in his name. So, uh, I, I just don't think you can, you can top this guy, man. Babe Ruth. Okay. It's hard to top Babe Ruth. Agreed. Let's hear, uh, the next argument. All right. 
Derek, like always, man, you made a solid pick. I, I, I really do enjoy your pick. Uh, the thing about it is, though, like, it's kind of hard to for me to root for Babe Ruth, especially since he 100% copied the swing of another guy he admired. So, like, is that really truly his swing, or if it's it, or is it somebody else's swing that just kind of amplified him? Uh, but with that, I'm pick. My pick was Ken Griffey Jr. They called him basically the most uh, prolific home run hitter uh, of baseball. The dude had 630 home runs, which makes him seventh all time, and also had uh, 40 home runs six years over a time of six years. Uh, so it's it's the guy's stats are just un, unbelievable, and I don't really want to get into it all that much. But he was also a, a clutch hitter. Like it, we we're talking best hitter, so it's not just home runs. You're talking not about being hitter. a clutch hitter, Best so hitter all around. Yeah, so like for me, being a clutch hitter is more important than just hitting bombs when you're getting blown out. So like for example, Ken Griffey Jr. had 1,836 over RBIs over his entire career, which was like a 22-year career. Eight of those years, he had over 100 RBIs, including back-to-back times where he had 140 RBIs. The dude was just a hitting machine and a scoring machine. So he always put his team in the best uh, best light possible to win the game. Uh, by the way, just to let you guys know, he's 16th all time when it comes to RBI. Now, the other thing that I want to include here, and then I'll hand it off to uh, Tommy, is that his intentional walks, he was such a dominant hitter. His intentional walks, he had 246, which made him the eighth-ranked intentional walk person of all time. So the dude, everybody was scared of him. He would hit bombs, and if he didn't hit a bomb, he was getting on base. He was high up there in the doubles categories and in triples categories. And the dude had speed, so he was running the bases like crazy. And he was only 300 hits away. Uh, from getting 3,000. So the dude is just a solid hitter, but everybody forgets how good of an average hitter he was because of how many home runs he would hit. So that's why I went with Ken Griffey. All right. Very good. Okay. So when I first heard the topic, I was trying to think, you know, what makes you Mm -hmm. the best hitter when it comes to being left-handed? I was trying to think, is it, you know, a guy who always makes contact, reaches bases a lot. Is it a guy who hits for a lot of power, such as Barry Bonds, for example, and, you know, makes the game more, I guess, fun to watch in a way? But, uh, you know, I think it really comes to specific set of skills of having good back control and being clutch when it comes to the right moments in play. So that's why I picked Ted Williams. The guy is just... The, the king when it comes to getting on base. I just feel like he made a big difference for his team, and he won many awards. I mean, he was an all-star practically every year that he played in the league. So I just think Ted Williams is a guy you can't beat. Pretty much every stat Brennan just named, Ted Williams did better than Griffey in that. So can't wait to burn you with that later. But, uh, but yeah, Ted Williams all the way. <laughs> Very good. 
I like all the opening arguments so far. Yeah, just so you guys know, there's two things that I'm really looking for um, in these arguments. And you guys kind of touched on one of them in particular, and that's who helped their team the most. I'm looking for the best hitter. But that that's stats, but also historically speaking, who's going to look at these hitters as the guys who help their team succeed? And so I'm looking for arguments that are kind of going to contribute to both of those. All right. Well, with that, uh, Pat, do you have any questions for any of us before we go into the next round? Um, let's see. No, no, I don't think I have too many questions here. I'm looking forward to the, uh, the next arguments. All right. With that, how would you like us to figure out who's going first in the second round? Let's, uh, let's go, Brendan. I'd like you to go first. All right. <laughs> That's fine then. So this is how I'm going to state it. Compared to, I mean, it's kind of hard to give out all what I want to go with for the second round because I want to focus on his awards. So that's more of the individual player. But if you think about it, his awards helped his team, the Mariners especially, make a huge playoff run time and time again to, uh, to actually win their first World Series. It didn't happen. But he was one of the driving forces of that, along with Randy Johnson and Alex Rodriguez. And you want to toss in there Edgar Martinez near his end of his career. But I got—I just got to point this out. The dude's stats, like his awards, are just insane to me. Um, Ted Williams and Babe Ruth, they didn't really have all those awards like they do now. But I know like Ted Williams was a MVP winner, and Babe Ruth definitely – Changed the game entirely, so you you can't you can just say, give him that award. But I love to point out the fact that Ken Griffey was a 13-time All Star, along with the fact that he was an MVP back in '92. He also got a hundred percent of the votes in '97 for MVP. A hundred percent. I don't think. I took a look, real quick look, and Ted Williams never did that. Babe Ruth might have, Has that but ever been, Ted Williams definitely did it. Has that ever been done before? He was also a silver slugger. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's been done one other time. I didn't get a chance to look that up. I totally forgot to look that up. I meant to, but I want to get into my Priorities, right? Quick. Priorities. Yep. Um, but <clears throat> with that, yeah, Priorities. <laughs> But with that, he was also a seven-time Silver Slugger, Silver Slugger Award winner and winning it four times straight in a row and also came back after missing baseball for pretty much three years uh, from 2002 to 2004 and won uh, the 05 NL Comeback Player of the Year. The dude was just all, all out insane so much, in fact, that he was considered the MLB All-Century team. So for 100 years, he was considered one of the best players to play, especially in the outfield. And you got greats like Ted Williams, like Babe Ruth, like Willie Mays. And he was still considered a top-notch player. He's also tied first in the most games to hit uh, in eight consecutive games to hit a home run. Only Don Mattingly and Dave Long, Dale Long only done that. And my favorite point that I want to point out, the dude helped his team so much that even 
when he got voted into the Hall of Fame, not only did the players welcome him more than any other player, but so did the writers. Which And they don't like anybody, as we already proven. The dude got a 99.3% of the votes to get into the Hall of Fame. Babe Ruth got 95, and Ted Williams got 93. This dude was just an all-in-all-out great athlete. He tried to help his team win as many times as he possibly can, which actually hurt him in the long run, unfortunately, because he would give up his body out in the outfield. And when he had the injury back in 2002, when he came back, his bat speed, speed had diminished and his progression of being one of the top hitters kind of uh, got into dismay just because of those injuries. But if he didn't get injured, we could be saying Barry Bonds or Ken Griffey Jr. for the home run king. That's very true. He was a very good defensive uh, center fielder as well. I remember a lot of highlight reels with Ken Griffey Jr. involved. Yeah, a lot of time breaking a bone, unfortunately, and that plagued his career just a little bit. All right. And uh, are we ready for the next? Yeah. Let's go with uh, Tommy. Okie doke. So, Ted Williams, guy played from 39 to 1960. The guy hit... 521 home runs. That doesn't match Griffey, but Ted did have to miss the 43, 44, and 45 seasons serving in the military during those great World War times of ours. So, you know, that's age 24 to 26. That's pretty prime part of your career to miss and still jack 521 home runs and 525 doubles, you know. Rather impressive in my opinion. The guy led the league six times in runs, two times in doubles, four times in home runs, four times in RBIs, is it eight times in walks, about six times in batting average, and I can't even count, holy cow. 13 times in on-base percentage, and that's still the record that no one has come close to threatening, with career on-base percentage of 482. So I just think Ted Williams was just the key weapon on his team, unfortunately, Derek's player was quite the curse for his team when it comes to going all the way. But <laughs> true that. But when I look over at Griffey, you know, <laughs> I see league leader. Only thing he led the league in more than once was home runs. And then you know, he's got runs once and RBIs once. So I just think Ted Williams is a much bigger factor for his team. He's a 19-time All-Star. 16-time batting title, two triple crowns, and two MVP awards, which in reality should have been five. But I just think Ted was a weapon that cannot be replaced and by far the best left-handed hitter of, of baseball history. All right, yeah. Ready uh, to keep going with uh, Babe Ruth. Yeah. All right, uh... Babe Ruth. Let's get some statistics out of the way since we are all statistic happy over here. Uh, I'm going to focus on just the three people that we have going on right now, and then I will get into more of the uh, uh, player himself. Uh, I'm kind of looking at the big hitting stats. So we're looking at hits, homers, RBIs, uh, OPS, and OBS. Um, between the three, 
Um, I'm actually supposed OBP. OBP. Excuse me. OBP. I always do that. I always mess up. Anyways, um, I was actually surprised by this. I definitely thought uh, Ted had more hits than Babe Ruth, but he doesn't. I was actually very surprised by that. Uh, Babe Ruth has 2,873 hits, where Ted Williams has 2,654, and Junior has 2,143. Sorry for the uh, war. Yeah, no, that's totally true, though. Uh, I think without the war, he definitely would have probably been up there past him. Um, as far as home runs go, uh, Tom Airdrie reflected on that. Babe Ruth is, um, what is he like? Number three all time. Uh, RBI wise, Babe Ruth has 2,214 RBIs. Um, the other two did not make the 2000, uh, list. Uh, as far as OPS goes, uh, Babe Ruth and Ted Williams were neck and neck, um, Babe Ruth had a 1.16, whereas Ted Williams had a 1.11, and Griffey had a 0.907, uh, where Ted gets us, as Tommy said, was the OBP, which um, <clears throat> Tommy already uh, touched upon, so I'm not going to go there. But uh, yeah, between the three, um, as far as the offensive statistics go, uh, Babe Ruth definitely has a, an edge um, there. As far as going into actual uh, baseball, as I just stated earlier, he is the third most all-time uh, in home runs. I guess you could say t- two, second all-time, if you want to put an asterisk next to Barry Bonds' name. Uh, he has the 10th best career batting average at a 342 average. He is, uh, going back to the OPS, he still set, uh, has the record for OPS at the 1.16 uh, OPS. He is second all time still on the RBI list, uh, with the 200, 200, uh, sorry, 2000 plus RBIs. Uh, let's also not forget he was a pitcher first, which that's, what's crazy. And I get that pitching back then was not the same as pitching now where it's strictly just pitching, but to convert from pitching to a dominant, hitter such as like what he showed us is pretty crazy. And he also had a, a really good pitching resume. Like I know this is, this isn't about pitching, but I just wanted to bring it up because he was 94 and 46 with a 2.28 ERA. It's not bad. Uh, not a big sample size, but still it's, that's pretty cool. Uh, he won the world series seven times. And I get it. He was on a freaking stacked ass team. Uh, he was part of the murderer's row. So, you know, obviously uh, he set uh, multiple records during seasons for home runs, which obviously have been beaten since. But at the time, the the record for most home runs in the season was 29. <laughs> and then he comes in and he hits 54, 59, and then 60. Uh, Brendan was talking about how, Griffey hit like, what was it, Brandon, like 40 home runs for like six or eight seasons or something like that. Yeah. I, yeah. So you made me want to look into that stat too for Babe Ruth. So I was tallying it up. It was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven 11 times he hit 40 plus home runs in a season. And of those 11 times, and of those 11 times, Game- uh, one, two, 
three, four of those 11 were 50 plus. And of those four, there was the 60 that was thrown in there too. That's freaking insane. Yeah, you've lost, Brendan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, uh, and then going when to the, look- the seasonal RBIs, he hit um, 160 RBIs uh, plus, 160 plus RBIs two times. No, three times, four times. I'm finding more 60s. Four times, which is freaking nuts. And he doesn't really have the hardware back then because that wasn't around yet. He technically only has one MVP award to his name, which blows my mind. Uh, but that's also just due to the times. Uh, he also set a record. Um, this is going back to pitching. I thought it was kind of a cool record. He had the record for most score innings pitched in a World Series. And we all know who took him out on that one. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like this guy's statistics alone speak for themselves. Like, and I, and there's obviously so much more I could talk about and will talk about, but I kind of want to leave that more for the end when I want to solidify his dominance of the sport. But I mean, you just see those numbers put up and, the the problem not the problem but the thing that we we're talking about is like how did he help his team and everything well he was on the yankees i give him that and that team was the team but he was the majority of that team's offense like him and garrig obviously put up the numbers but that just those those guys right there they propelled their team to multiple world series championships you know he won it seven times uh which is crazy so um, I've just, that's just shows the dominance of Babe Ruth right there. And, um, I will let the other guys come at me for this, but I will save some more stuff for the closing statements. All right. Very good. Yeah. I like it. That's, uh, that's some good stuff right there. I mean, all three of these players, the stats are through the roof. You know, you could just talk about stats all day. Ken Murphy Jr., Ted Williams and Babe Ruth, three of the best to ever play the game, yet alone the best left-handed hitters. So um, I think what's really going to seal it is how they help their team win and um, and just what they did for the game. And so I'm really looking forward to these closing arguments here. All right. Well, with that, uh, before we head into the last argument or final statement, Pat, any questions? Anything else at all that you want to add? Um, no, I mean, I came into this as an open book with an open mind. Um, and I'm just looking to be convinced as to who is the best left-handed hitter. All right. Then with that, who you want to start 